At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. You always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. What's new on VSIN.com? The Friday Football Betting Invitational, Saturday Bet Prep with Matt Humans tonight, 12 a.m. Eastern, 9 Pacific, the week 10 selections from the handicappers vying for 25,000. Chuck Edel, your leader. 5-0 last week. He's coming up later. Uh, Lou Finacaro breaks down the UFC card, and Nigel offers his best bets on the final EPL weekend before the World Cup. Huh. That's an A-plus right there. VEASAN.com. We have friend of the show and NFL better and handicapper Adam Chernoff on the program coming up in about 30 minutes to get his best bets for the week. At that time, we'll continue talking NFL here to begin this hour. Jaguars play at the Chiefs on Sunday, and of course, KC, a big favorite in this game, nine and a half at home to Jacksonville. The total is 50 and a half or 51, one of the highest totals on the board the entire week. They were just favored by 14 at home against Tennessee last Sunday night. That was with Malik Willis, and they were very, very fortunate to win the game. Uh, down 17-9 late, and Mahomes was the magic man, although he only threw for one touchdown in the game, and he had 68 attempts. That tells you what the Tennessee defense was capable of doing. Um, what do you make of Jacksonville at this point of the right. season? They're hard to figure out. They really are. They, they blew that Denver game in London, and then they're down 17 against the Raiders. They come back. Should have beat Washington to start. Yep. Lawrence is just a, he's, he's just below average. He's not improving. And that's, a, I think, a thing that's – because you're getting this – you're getting this great rushing performance by NTN. 
mean, it's 100 yards three games in a row now. Mm-hmm. So it's on the quarterback. I mean, you got the, the loss against Houston at home was just pathetic, and a big and a, and a big reason why was Lawrence. But I, I think uh, Kansas City does what they want offensively. Popular survivor pick. Uh, they win again, and maybe Jacksonville feel good about themselves because they finally got a W. I, I do. Th- think- this is also huge for the division too. If it's not over right now, I think it's you know, pretty much in the bag. But if Jacksonville loses this game as we expect. And then Tennessee wins. I mean, that's just, a, to me, an insurmountable lead for that division. Well, that and also it's some the Chiefs are going to eventually pull away from the Chargers, and that could be this well, week. Yeah. Right. And that one, too, right. Sure. Uh, I do think that the Jags can do a couple of things on offense against this uh, Chiefs defense. I know when you look at the overall, like, rushing yards allowed per game, the Chiefs have been good pretty much the entire year. More advanced metrics. They're kind of like bottom 10, bottom 12 in the league. Total EPA mm-hmm. per play they are, passing EPA per play. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, Etienne could also have, like, another decent game here. But I'm with you on this. I mean, when you just watch Lawrence play, it's frustrating because we don't see the guy that we thought he was going to be at this point when we watched him at Clemson. But nope. he, I, th- I think that you can also, like, move the ball on this uh, KC defense in the air. So the thought is here, KC gets up. Maybe by a couple of scores right away, and uh, Jacksonville can they like stay on their heels and can they can they move the ball in the air? I think I'm not expecting like Lawrence to have 350 yards or anything like that. I want to keep it on the ground. Yeah, well, Tennessee did. I want Mahomes off the field. But but what if it the game flow can't call for that? Yeah. Well, I, I think La- on, I think yeah. Lawrence can actually put up some decent numbers in this so, game. So the win last week snapped a five game losing streak. Look at the uh, offensive output or lack thereof. 21 against Philly. Lawrence issues in the rain. There was a pick six there, so actually only 14. Six points at home against Houston. He was awful. Yeah. They lost a shootout at Indy, 34-27. They scored 17 at home and lost to the Giants. They scored 17 in London and lost to Denver. And he had that horrible interception inside the five-yard line. So he's got, he's got to do a better job, and he's not, he's not showing that he's not even close to a franchise quarterback. The, again, as we talked about last week, the, the guy I like out of that group is Fields, and that's about it. Fields playing better ball right now. Yeah. So that total, again, in the 50s, I actually think we get more points in the uh, Dolphins-Browns game. Yes, all and the that, makings. That, that total is ticked up to 49.5 now. Uh, again, this, this Tua explosion on offense when he's healthy, uh, the team has been a machine on offense, throwing for, you know, they don't even care about running the football. McDaniel's like, Why? When I have Tyreek Hill and, and Waddle and they're uncoverable and, and Tua can get them the ball like this, we're going to keep throwing the ball all the time. And also, you can clearly score points. And the Browns have a sneaky good – they've been sneaky good on offense pretty much the entire year. So I Top think, five offense. Yeah. Give them some credit and Brissett some credit. Uh, you agree with the move uh, coming off the bye with Cleveland and, and Miami back-to-back road games? The other, I mean, boy, Chubb. You want to talk about a great prop bet. Chubb should just go off mm-hmm. after they allowed 250 on the ground against the Bears and how great, uh, how well Chubb has done this year. That's also the right. I mean, you don't want Tua to have the ball either, but you'd think Chubb goes off too. 15 to 3 touchdown INT ratio for Tua, completing 71%, 70% of his passes, 280 yards per game, and this dynamic duo of Waddle and Hill. But the, come on, get some stops here at some point. You shouldn't be like 23rd in defense, and you acquire Chubb. Yeah. I mean, if they can get stops, right, they can go to Kansas City in January. They can win shootout. I mean, but you just – and they are 6-0 and all when two are plays. But you, you have to do a better job. You can't let the Lions 
go up and down the field for almost uh, two and a half quarters. You can't let the Bears and Fields look like that. Right. You got to do a better job, Miami. Yep. So this total opened up 47. And uh, I thought it was too low on the opener. And now, again, getting up there, it's 49 and a half at this point. I would say that if you didn't bet it right away, then, uh, you know, you don't want to be chasing this when it's up, you know, two and a half full points from the opening number. But I, I do expect the Browns to hang in there and uh, match the Dolphins, like, pretty much score for score and have a chance to win this game. I think it's going to be a tight game. This is also big with coaching. And I know he's made – no one's perfect. But I like what McDaniel's done here, especially from a, a play-calling standpoint. So we just ripped Art Smith and what he did right. last night. Now he's done a nice job. No one expected this. But again, every damn time you're running on first and ten. I mean, okay, now it's second and eight. Yep. And let, what, what McVay has done all year long. First and ten, number one in the league, Miami, averaging seven yards per play on first. That's big. Good. That's that extends drives. That's going to lead to points. That's huge. And that's again aggressive play calling, but knowing take your shots, throw the ball on first and ten. Get away from the second and it's, seven garbage. Yeah, it, it's, it really is maddening. Like watching, I'm glad you brought up that comparison from last night. Uh, and by the way, not only on first and 10, then you, you gain nothing. It's not like you're ripping them up for five, six, seven yards of carry and you want to stick with the ground game. It's no, we're going to establish the run. And on second and nine or second and 10 or 11, let's run it again right into a, you know, right. three oh, or know four tacklers. Yeah, yeah. And if that, if that doesn't work, forget about it. And then plus I can bring some pressure because we could throw too. Probably throwing yep. second and nine. Yeah, this is a really good game. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know what kind of game we're going to get with the Texans and the Giants. This is, uh, again, Steve Mackinnon's article. I tweeted this out yesterday at Mitch Moss Radio on Twitter. He's got awesome pre- and post-bi-week numbers. When you play against home teams uh, coming out of their bi-week against non-conference opponents, play against them. You're 18 and six straight up, 17 six and one ATS since 2015, and uh, this qualifies in this spot for the Giants in this game. Out of the bye week, non-conference opponent was six. Now four and a half total is 41. Are you salivating at the prospect of betting against the Giants in a playoff game? I mean, at some point this has to end. They're 29th in yards per play mm-hmm. margin, uh, but they figure to win this game, and then you get the Lions, and they should be eight and two. But again, Mills, Detective Mills, four picks last three games. 29th in offense, 30th in defense, one six and one overall. You know what 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 goes on with Cooks now? I mean, he's unhappy. He didn't play it, and they hung in there. That was tied at halftime. Good job against the Eagles, but it's just you, you got to give Pierce 25 carries. That that's your offense right now because again, Mills is uh, bad no, he's job. not he's, bad job. If they had another option there, quarterback, I think they would have pulled the trigger already. Yep. And maybe they will, in fact, uh, at some point during the season. And also... I can't see the 42 points being scored unless there's a ridiculous amount of turnovers. I can't see it. And then the Giants look too easy, too. I mean, going back, and even with Eli Manning, this is the game they, they don't cover. The Giants are usually a notorious, home, a horrible home That's favorite. correct. But this, I mean, you can't win this game by seven points? Well, Paulie, tell me how this is not Saquon Barkley to the moon. Right. How does he not absolutely eviscerate this Texans defense? I mean, it just to me, yep. I'm actually I'm actually staying away from his props uh, because it seems too easy to me. The Texans' defense yep. they've allowed uh, opposing running backs to slaughter them this season, yep. um, and the Giants are off the bye. The game plan here is like all week long. Look, I mean, this is going to be too easy. We're going to go Barkley to 25. You talk about Pierskin 25 carries. To me, this should be don't joke around. Just shove Saquon Barkley down their throat the entire game. I think you know, and you, you, to your point about end of bye weeks and off bye weeks. This is a war of attrition. This is a grueling sport and season. 
You know, like, for example, Green Bay's playing their 10th straight week. Yeah. They catch Dallas you off You think the they bye. want to buy a week? I mean, this is right. This is important about who's coming off the bye and who's a. So a lot of, like, the, the, the Tennessee thing's big. Should be big about how long you're on the field for and, and, and the defense and, how, and now Denver off the bye. So you have a lot of scenarios like that this week. Yeah. So that's, I mean, they're going to be catching, well, it depends on the matchup, obviously, but the Giants are going to be a, an underdog, maybe a big one in the playoffs. And that's your going to be look ahead as of right now, the team that you can't wait to bet against. Yeah. Yeah. It can be both. You can, you can like this, enjoy the story, but then realize, I mean, let's just come look at these numbers. I, I think my it, team is going to be Minnesota. It's smoke and mirrors with the Giants. Pulled one out. Again. It is. It, it's, really? Well, I mean, if, again, I said this. No, I mean, people taking shots at the Eagles. I mean, the Vikings have beat one team with a winning record. Yeah. If the Vikings are hosting the Niners in the playoffs, I full, the Niners are going to be favored in that game. And I would expect. Everyone Shanahan would take to go San Francisco there. in that Yeah, game. they will. And that, I hope that's not the 2-7, though. I don't want that the 2-7. No, no. I, I don't want that matchup. But the Vikings, they, they should be the 2, though. And that's a tough place to play. They have a four-and-a-half game lead already. Oh, yeah, call it. Come on, call it. They're minus 3,000. <laughs> no need to count the votes. No need to count the votes. It's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But that, yeah, that'll be, I think the Giants will be a, a go against, too. Yeah. I mean, come on. Look. Just pull the Jacksonville game, just pulling games. They had no business beating Baltimore. No. They're down 10 in the fourth quarter. None. There, you know? Uh, easily so. could have lost the Carolina game right away in week two. They might get routed on Thanksgiving. Because it'd be uh, another one. That, 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 Dallas that, could take them out. That might be a very difficult matchup. We saw that the yeah. first time when the Cowboys went to New York and won that game. The afternoon games are up next, and we have saved the best post by week number for our next segment. Are you ready for this? 11 and 2 straight up, 13 and 0 ATS playing this team since 2008. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, 
Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. All right, he's the GOAT. He was fantastic last week. He's back. Picks Jeff Siegel. Top plays, express bet handicapper. We're going to Delmar. In the first race, he likes the seven. Ruthless but kind. Four to one. Good name. In the sixth race, he likes the ten. Lemon Sushi on top at five to one. Bet those races and more at first bet. VEASAN's horse racing app. Get a $10 free bet. When you sign up today, use the code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering at more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks, first bet apps, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website, vsin.com slash horses. For details, vsin.com slash horses. There is a spot, uh, a sushi joint on the way home, that uh, I'm telling you, the lemon sushi roll, I could have, I could have four of them on my own. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, when I get, we talked about eating fast yesterday. When I sit down at a sushi place and they bring it out all at the same time, I mean, it's devoured within four minutes, gone. And I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's get uh-huh. some more over here right now. Uh-huh. And then that's, it really catches up with me then. You have a six, six pack in you. Could you put down more sushi rolls or, or grilled nuggets from Chick fil A? Oh, what a great question. I'm going to lean grilled nuggets. You got to do it. They won't allow, management won't allow you to do it in case you choke on the air or something. Yeah. I gotta see you. See how many nuggets. You I've gone back out. and forth on that. I, I'm back at that stage now where I think I could do 75. Yeah. If I have if I have four or five beers in me, oh, I can do 75 grilled nuggets. Guys, what's the what's it's, the? <laughs> yeah, right. What it, it, it? Still underrated, and it's nothing like great barbecue though either. I had barbecue yesterday for lunch. I forgot the name of the place out here. Project Barbecue. Yes, very good. Did that, but that's. I know you got a lot of options down here, but nothing like great barbecue, too. Yeah, I can't see. I can't eat barbecue fast. Maybe that's a good thing because you have to chew so much. Oh, right, yeah. You know, with sushi roll, it's oh, I'm not talking about in the speed. mouth I'm just, and then yeah, oh, okay, just a yeah. food, food common in general. But oh, you get you have a couple of uh, sapporos and uh, some, you maybe a uh, carafe of. Um, I'm blanking on it. What is it called now? The liquor. Saki. 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 Bam. Are you okay? You have you have some saki. Okay. With a couple of beers, uh, we're talking four, five, six rolls, no problem in a span yep. of five, six minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so have you 
Have you bet the Raiders? I, what are you doing here? It looks too easy. Then I got the Renfro and Waller news. Not that, you know, Waller was probably going to play anyways as the guy's always out, but it, it, it looks too easy. How are they? How do they not win this game and cover with this mess because going on? Because it's the Raiders. I, gotta, I can't wait. Uh, Chernoff has an opinion on this game. I can't wait. I got to see his breakdown and see what he says. How do you go to the window or the app and say, I want the Colts on Saturday with zero experience? Which I know it can't be any worse, which just transpired in what we watched in, in New England. But, I mean, come on. This is embarrassing, blowing these leads. It's a playoff team that's now 2-6, and six, made the playoffs. You still have a, an abundance of weapons here. This can't be. But with it, with the it's all the offensive line's a travesty right yep. now yep. with Indy. So I don't expect them to get anything going on the ground. Uh, you think they're playing the wrong quarterback, and it appears so, but they're not helping them out. Uh, first read isn't there. He's ready to take off or just throw it away. I mean, it's not the steel curtain. Again, it's New England's defense. They've done a nice job. But 120 yards, three points, sacked nine times, all of 11 on fourth down, a third down. I mean, come on. And now, and now Saturday's just playing nothing but catch-up here, too, on the roster and what they're doing. And, and the new guy, Parks Frazier, with the play calling oh, duties. It's a, mess. It's, a, it's a debacle. It doesn't get much worse than this uh, with the Colts. And, uh, again, there's been a move, and I agree with this, the move now on the total down to 40 and a half. That's the play. And here's Jeff Saturday on how he's going to approach fourth downs. I'm an O-line member. I work awfully hard to get points. I'm going to take points. I'm not, I, you know, I am not a, I am not a, uh, it's a hard, it's a hard living. You know, it's a hard living in there, man. So we'll, you know, we'll see what happens. It's, it, it's, it's, uh, they have, you know, I have two guys I'm going to be working with in the box from the analytics side. We have not had a chance to meet, but looking forward to getting with these guys. And um, the good thing for me is I get to watch a lot of football and criticize a lot of coaches. So I know I'm going to get that same criticism <laughs> again. Part of the gig, right? Part of the gig. I got news for you. If he outcoaches Josh McDaniels, I think that the writing has to be on the wall at that point, and the pink slip's going to be coming. Yeah. Can you well, imagine? If you lose the game, period. Well, if you lose what, the game, period. And what, what if it happens in the same fashion they blew it last week? Or it's not going to be like the Cardinals game where they were up dominating and Kyler Murray, because Sam Ellinger doesn't have that in him. But if they were to blow a big lead again and they lose at home to this squad right now with the shape that they're in, you really, I mean, it's going to be another meeting between Mark Davis and McDaniels at that point, but it's going to have to get serious. Maybe this guy, he's a terrible head coach. He, we've said this a thousand times on the show. The guy took over a 10-win playoff team, and it's been an unmitigated disaster. Yes, it has, and blowing leads, which is an indictment of the coaching and lack of uh, adjustments at halftime. No doubt about it. Do the Cowboys win comfortably in Lambeau? McCarthy's return. These numbers are ugly, too. I mean, Green Bay minus five in the turnover margin, 27th in scoring, as I mentioned earlier. But during the five-game losing streak, they're averaging 15 points per game, Mr. Rogers. It's the first time the Packers have done that since 1990. Who was that, Randy Wright? Come on. 15 a game during the losing streak. Yep. And again, 10th straight week they're playing a game, and here come the well-rested Cowboys. And uh, they want it. they're saying all the right things about how they want to win this one for Big Mike, too. Yeah, they are. They are. So, do we here approach this game the same thing uh, that I brought up with the Seahawks and the Buccaneers? Do the Cowboys really have the better coach and the better quarterback? Better quarterback for sure at this point. This yeah. season we're talking about. Yeah, this season. Um, and I, you're exactly yep. right. We pointed that out earlier in the week. The players were talking about the homecoming here, the return from McCarthy, how they want to win it for him. Uh, they said won a championship, and then he was let go. Okay, so everything's going right this year for the Cowboys, despite not giving their best player on offense the ball more, and that is Tony Pollard. 
uh, like you just talked about. And I just, with the struggles right now of the Packers offense and the lack of weapons and how receivers can't get open and how dinged up they are overall, I just, against this defense, uh, Parsons oh, I know. should be eating his lunch in the right. in the backfield and killing Rodgers in this game. Right, and then the injuries with Green Bay's defense. Yes. You, just, you run all over them, yeah. what you should do. But if you can't move the – well, they at time, if you can't score against Detroit and their numbers are at the bottom in every category, what's going to happen against Dallas? Not much. I mean, that's I, – No, yeah. Paul, to answer but your it, question, it, are they going to go there and win comfortably? I – if this is a 10-point win or more for the Cowboys, I will not be surprised for a second. Yeah, and it, going back to what you said earlier, I mean, LaFleur, where are the adjustments? Why are they so bad on offense? And, and at some point, Mr. MVP has got to take ownership and stop blaming other people. Correct. Because he's turning the ball over and they're not getting it done. But the, 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 the second half thing, we're not being able to score any points is well documented. I mean, he held the seven or fewer in much of these games. So I, I, I can't, that's also coaching, too. I couldn't believe, I, I keep going back to it, but you can't tell me, that game was two weeks ago, the Sunday night game in Buffalo, What they, they couldn't even put together a two-minute offense. That's right. And, and Collinsworth is okay with it? Well, they just, they're not on the same page and they haven't had a chance. Of, what are you doing in practice all, all year? Yep. I can't believe there's not more apathy in that state towards this team. They just, they do nothing in the offseason. They do nothing during the season. Uh, I know Rodgers has not been team-friendly with the contract at all, taking the $50 million. And uh, they couldn't keep, you know, Devontae Adams. They didn't want to anyway, made that trade. It's just, it's such a, they've done such a pathetic job over the last 10 plus years yep. of helping well, that guy out. Uh, big opportunity, though, as well. I mean, if Green Bay can pull the upset, because there's still a lot of people picking the Cowboys to win that division, I, yeah, which I, surprises me. But they go at Green Bay, at Minnesota, back to back, and then the Giants at home on Thanksgiving. So they don't have that Philly game until uh, Christmas Eve. Okay, so this is your big boy. And we've talked about some of these uh, pre- and post-bi-week numbers a lot during the show. Steve Mackinnon here at VEASAN does a great job with the numbers uh, every single year. It's up at VEASAN.com. And this is, uh, I, I had to read it like three times yesterday to make sure that this was accurate. He pointed out in his story, play on teams coming off their bi-week when facing the Chargers. All you need to know about this organization Teams in this spot are 11 and two straight up and 13 and 0 ATS since 2008. Paul, are you kidding me? Man, off the bye, playing the Chargers at several coaches too. That's the plethora of coaches in, in what San Diego, Los Angeles. Yeah, my God. And now this number again. The look ahead number was four and a half on San Francisco, and if you want to lay it. It's up to that full touchdown on Sunday night. 45 and a half is the total. Yeah. Well, that's, if you want to go back, you can't, you know, you can't do this with every single game, but just for argument's sake here, they couldn't do much against Atlanta. And you saw what Foreman did against them. And now here comes this San Francisco rushing attack. And then when in doubt, I can dump it off to McCaffrey. I yeah. can get creative with Debo and uh, mass unit with the Chargers. All these guys hurt. The defense is pathetic. Another big disappointment to this team. Now, they can still make the playoffs, but they've been a major disappointment. Yeah. Run out at home by Seattle. I'm telling you, I, th- I think the Niners are going to be a popular survivor yeah. play. Okay. I just, I don't think I can get my, can I lay seven? Well, I got to see it, though. I mean, this is the other, this is what we're supposed to do. Step on their throat and blow them out. You are. I mean, yes. if you're supposed to be one of the best teams and challenge Philly in the NFC, let's go now. I'm a little scared that Garoppolo might show up with a C-minus game, too. That's, that's, uh, 
and keep certainly the Chargers possible. in the game. Certainly possible. All right, we'll find out uh, which numbers and who Adam Chernoff likes coming up next. Friend of the show, great NFL handicapper and better. He's got a lot of bets that he likes. He'll run them down for you coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Fall sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home, all the latest lines, odds, and boost. Whether it's football, hockey, basketball, soccer, they have you covered. Tuesday, hockey, first goal insurance. Sunday, football, parlay insurance. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app today at BetRivers. It's a whole new game. Here we go. Friend of the show, great NFL better and handicapper, and uh, the voice of the Simple Handicap Podcast, Adam Chernoff, joins the show right now. Adam, good morning. How are you today, pal? Doing well. Busy week, but looking forward to week 10. There was a move on this uh, Colts-Raiders game. Well, two moves, really. The point spread went from six to where it is now at four and a half. The total also dropped. Were you partially responsible for that? Uh, partially responsible for the side coming down. I, I sent out six this morning. It is four and a half or five, so the bet makes me uh, a little bit less excited at that number. But everyone's talking about the Colts coaching issues. I'll throw back and say the Raiders have almost as many coaching issues on their side. There's endless closed-door meetings. Yeah. It's kind of a ton of uncertainty. But what really got me going on this one was um, yesterday there was news. Hunter Renfro placed on IR as well as Darren Waller was placed on IR. So the two biggest offensive weapons outside of Devontae Adams for the Raiders gone indefinitely now for four to six weeks. That's a big blow for a team that can't hold leads to begin with. Um, so I was looking at that number, and despite all the craziness from the Colts, they get Jonathan Taylor back. He'll be a big part. Just thought that was too many points. At four and a half, honestly, I would it would taper expectations. Uh, obviously, you lose a lot of value, but for the sake of the show, we will still say a smaller bet at plus four and a half, if you've right. seen it this morning. Okay, a, a side and a prop from the same game. I mean, this this surprises me. Isn't this the golf checklist here? What are, what are you doing in Detroit and Uh-oh. Chicago? I, I honestly, I'm trying to remember the last time that I bet on Jared Goff, and I, I couldn't think of it. Like, it's been a couple seasons. And the, the checklist is real. Like, yeah. it happens every yeah. week. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so he's on the road. Now, he's not laying points. And the Bears, now that they've traded away Quinn and Smith, the pressure's fallen off. This defense is mm-hmm. one of the worst in the league now as we get into week 10. So I think from the checklist side, We sort of taper things here a little bit. But let me point something out about the market here when you're looking at this Lions-Bears game. So in the last two weeks, both of these teams have played the same opponent. They both played Dallas, and they both played Miami. When you're looking at the point spreads in those games, the Lions in each of those closed a point and a half better than what the Bears were listed at within those games against the common opponents. We're now getting these two teams playing each other in Chicago And it's flipped the other way. The Bears are now two-and-a-half-point favorites. And they're not getting that big of a home field advantage within the division. I don't understand it. And also what concerns me with the Bears here is this is now a Chicago team that has been kind of an upstart offense despite their defense falling off a cliff. But they've been doing all of their work and potentially rewarding betters when they've bet on them as a bigger underdog. Now they're put into this favorite role. We've seen only one other time this season – 
the Bears aren't a team that at any point during the year have gone out and built leads and played from ahead. It's a team that's been playing from behind, picking up a lot of yards on the ground. And so now to put them in the favorite role, when we have clear evidence within the market the last two weeks that we're rating the Lions better anyway, uh, I think this is an adjustment too far on what Fields has been doing. So I'll take the Lions here um, in this game. Look for the three at minus 120. How about a prop that you love? Love. Yep, really like St. Brown for the Lions over 67 and a half receiving yards. TJ Hawkinson is out. He was a big target for Jared Goff in this offense. DeAndre Swift, not 100%, so those backfield targets may go somewhere else. And Reynolds, now wide receiver number two, he's less than 100%. Both of those guys should play, but the emphasis here is going to be on St. Brown, who is now clearly the number one target within this offense with Hawkinson gone. You could also look at the fact that his usage has been different since three weeks ago when DJ Chark was placed on IR. So this is the guy we've seen number one wide receivers against the Bears defense have a ton of production. There's also a little bit of narrative tied in here with this being the brother versus brother game, his brothers on the other side for the Bears. So some competitiveness there in a big game within the division. St. Brown overs against this really bad Bears defense. You can find... 67 and a half this morning, play the over. I like it. By the way, mm-hmm. you're going to hate yourself if golf turns in a just a Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, yeah. it, it hurts to make this bet, but we're in it. Okay, yeah. so I said this earlier. I think the game in Germany, the Seahawks and the Buccaneers, will qualify as uh, people call a pros versus Joes game. Uh, opened up Buccaneers 1 here in Las Vegas, now up to 2.5. Did touch 3 a little bit, but uh, what side are you on of this contest? I've seen some crazy opinions on this game, and my opinion on it might be equally crazy to the people who think that the Seahawks should be favored in this game. And it's always kind of the thing that comes up, the wrong team is favored and this and that. Um, But I I don't buy into that. I don't think the NFL market is off by that much. And so when I saw this open at one, I was like tapering it because I was like, I can't be one of those guys that is saying that this line is that far off. Um, I I think this should be three at minimum. And so I'm not going out on a crazy limb now with where this market has moved, but I've never seen a game in week 10 get discussed from such a wide variance of difference of opinions on what the price should be. Depending on how you look at this, if you're valuing the last couple of weeks and the performances, I can see how you can make that case for Seattle and be very excited about them as well as be down on the Buccaneers. But for me, I put both of these rosters side by side. And if you cover up the team names, I mean, there's no way that you can get to a point where on a neutral field, the Bucs are not a field goal or more favorite. I just, I don't know. I I, I don't know how we got to this point. So I think the price is super low, but I'll even add in just a little bit of, you guys know I love the coaching quotes and the stuff you hear from the players on the field. There was the drive at the end of the game for the Buccaneers against the Rams who have had a ton of, of injuries on both sides of the football all week. And there was Chris Godwin, who was firing everybody up. There were other guys on the sideline. That was, that was the drive that changed the season for the Buccaneers. And that's, again, you get that kind of narrative narrative spin on it, but I, I really believe that that drive could be the turning point for the Bucs. They have Hicks back. Their full secondary traveled to Germany as well. First time we'll see all of them on the field. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks have played one of the easiest schedules so far to date. The average defense that they have faced on the year is 22nd. This is a big step up in class for who they're facing. So just tie everything together here. Bucks at two and a half, I think, is a really good bet this week. Denver, ten, uh, Denver, Tennessee over. What quotes did you like that you read about this one? 
a ton. And again, I'll, I'll say it again. Like I, I'm a sucker for all of this stuff. I love to see it. Every single Broncos wide receiver, one, two, three, Judy Sutton and Hamler. They all came out and had some reference to how in the Jacksonville game in the second half, there was an effort to change the offense where they played with a lot of tempo, picked up the pace and they found a lot of success. They were all interviewed on Wednesday and Thursday. Jerry Judy said tempo has to be a huge part of this game this week when we're facing the Tennessee Titans. K.J. Hamler came out and said the Titans were just on the field for 100 plays against the Kansas City Chiefs. We're getting them on the short week. Now we're going to have to go up tempo. It's got to be a big part of the game plan. And then you're seeing Sutton say the same thing. He said, we have it in the game plan. I'm not going to give it all away, but we're going to play really fast, go with a lot of tempo, really like to – really like to push the pace here against the Titans defense that we know that we can move the ball against. And so everything from Denver off of that win in Jacksonville and London is saying tempo Titans defense was on the field for a ton. You get that whole angle here when you're looking Denver, uh, Tennessee at this total of 38 Tannehill plays, this is going to go up. Even if it's Malik Willis, we're seeing a total that's usually only this low because of weather, wind, that's what gets numbers this short. And now you have one team playing really fast. And you have another team that is going to have a running advantage against a Broncos D that can't stop the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the over here at 38. And I'll look at Denver and teaser legs as well. Really good side to tease up. Okay. With, uh, with what for a partner with the Broncos? San Francisco. I think one of the better teaser legs we've seen in the last few weeks. Big running advantage against the Chargers yep. defense. Mm-hmm. On the other side. Chargers passing game has been really suppressed, really short, a lot going through Eckler. 49ers, terrific linebackers to stop that. Mike Williams is still hurt. Keenan Allen is still hurt. This is a Chargers team without a ton of weapons, a really tough matchup for them. Market's kind of reflecting just the the vast differences in these teams. The Chargers, seven-point dogs on the road at the Niners. That is probably drastic if we go back a few weeks, but this is a Niners team that has everything working offensively and defensively for how they match up against this Chargers offense, really, really, really strong when you're looking at the matchups on the field. So if you can tease the Niners down to minus one or minus one and a half and pair that with the Broncos teased up to eight and a half or nine, uh, that's a really good two-leg teaser to make for Week 10. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Adam Chernoff, and uh, his podcast is called The Simple Handicap, wherever you get your podcast. As always, my man, uh, excellent analysis. Best of luck this week. Thanks very much, guys. Chat to you next week. Yep, be good. Thank you. Here you go. Uh, great breakdowns from Adam Chernoff, as always. Okay, up next, I'm glad he brought up the teasers there because we will get into tease up, tease down, or pass, survivor picks, and which team screws up the Moneyline Parlay this week. All here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals, Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Visit VSEN.com, check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. So you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Another way, VSEN's here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. All right, so we just uh, talked to Adam Chernoff. He gave us his favorite teaser legs of the weekend. For him, it was uh, Broncos up to 8.5 and, and the Niners down. Maybe that uh, number goes to 7.5, so you can tease it below 7 and 3 to get 1.5 in that game. He did point that out. Um, other teaser legs, Paulie, here for tease up, tease down, or pass. Let's begin with the early game in Germany. How do you want to approach this uh, Seahawks game? He made the case for the Buccaneers, but on the true definition of like a long teaser, it's a low total in the game too, mid-40s. Do you want to take the Seahawks plus 8.5, or do you want to pass? You see it getting out of control? I mean, Tampa on an 0-6-1 ATS run? 
Can Tampa blow anybody out? I don't know if they have enough firepower to do that. Right, right, right. The other thing, too, and why, yeah, he's he's given out the comments by what Godwin said. Well, how about the Rams playing an asinine defense there on that final Very true. (laughs) Just give you whatever you want. Here's 10 yards. Go out of bounds, no problem. Yep. What they were doing. So it was like taking candy from a baby there as well. It's a tough game. It really, it's just, it's an tough. To me, it's, it's, it's the under. All I want. Are you one of those people who think the line's off? Um, And I'm thinking some people think Seattle. I could see that. You know what it is? It should be pick or Seattle should be favored. I'm going to compare this current version of the Buccaneers and the state that they're in to Alabama. Should Alabama be maybe? And I said this to Brad Powers yesterday on the show. I said maybe, maybe Alabama's not good enough to be laying this many points this year, and maybe they're not. Right. Um. And maybe, maybe the Buccaneers just aren't good enough to be favored over a team like Seattle. And I, I know this for sure. I know. And look, Pete Carroll, we were all wrong, right? We Every single person said, what are you doing? You can't get rid of uh, Russell Wilson and keep Pete Carroll. Well, I mean, yeah. boy, oh boy, has this been a wake-up call this year. Uh, Pete Carroll is clearly doing a better job. Todd Bowles is not a good uh, head football coach. No, no. He's just, he's not. And Leftwich has done a horrible job, too. Agreed. I mean, think about this, though. If you're laying points on a neutral here with this team against a good Seattle club, the, the ATS run, as I mentioned, they had lost five out of six before the win. And the come from behind win where they only scored 16 points. They scored three points and lost at Carolina. They lost at Pittsburgh laying double digits, scored 18. They lost at home Thursday to Baltimore. That was a late touchdown, too. So the 22 was misleading with what they put up. They scored 12 at home against Green Bay. Yeah, and that, they, they scored, couldn't move the ball against the Saints. Think about this. They had a late touchdown in the Green Bay game. And oh, by the yeah. way, that happened again last week. If the Rams pick up a first down, game over, or don't go into the silly prevent defense, that they're going to score nine points in that game and lose. Mm-hmm. So there is not a lot to like with this offense at all. Now on the defensive side, what he no. what Adam said is accurate, and that is. They're going to get the, the entire secondary traveled uh, over to Germany for this game, and that's big because you know players such as Winfield, they are good, yeah. and uh, that adds a lot here. So I don't know what Gino's been great. Well, minus turnovers, yeah, right. But, Tom only has one intercept. Brady has ten touchdown passes. Think about that. It's week ten. This is cuckoo. Uh, but you also become. Uh, I know what you're going to do. You're predictable. Oh, yeah. You can't run, and most of the time you don't want to run. Yeah, they don't try to run. I mean, what I said earlier is just nuts with this 75 yards or fewer in eight in a row rushing. Second longest streak in the Super Bowl era. My God. Yeah, other games, if you want to tease the Seahawks up, um, are you okay? You want to tease the Steelers up to seven and a half, hosting the Saints or pass? No, can't do it. Stay away completely. That game has too much uh, variance in it to go any which way. The, There'll be a ton of turnovers, too. Okay. The Lions plus eight and a half at the Bears are pass. I don't want it. I don't want the Lions. I don't want Goff on the road. I don't want the Lions, period. Yep. They won the game, but they were outplayed. And look at the yards, what they failed to do on offense. Now, Adam's right about the Bears' defense, but I would think uh, Fields and Chicago, they get yep. it going offensively again. 31 a game last three. Very yep. impressive. Low total in the Broncos-Titans game. Yeah. Yes. Now up to 38. Was 36 and up to 38. You want the Broncos plus eight and a half? Yes. I said a while. Very much so. Yep. I'm on board. Right. That's that's one of my favorite legs of the entire week. And it has been since uh, the numbers came out. I like the Broncos there. Uh, again, what do you want to do here? Cardinals plus seven and a half at the Rams or pass? L- again, a low total. 
I, I don't want no, I don't want any part of it. Is this a complete stay well, away game the, for you? Who's to say Walford doesn't come in and play well? I mean, that's another that, thing. That could right? happen. Right. And again, McVeigh, I mean, we, we, oh, we give McVeigh a very hard time on the show because the guy deserves it. He has dominated Kingsbury and the Cardinals. Absolutely. 11-1, and one, last 12. Rams against Arizona. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing, too. You mentioned those, those props earlier. You can't fire the quarterback. Just gave him a big uh, extension. But if it, since they started 10-2 and two, and were the cat's meow in the talk of the town, 4-11 and 11, Arizona. Kingsbury not getting it done. Yep. There's not, like, you know, this week for the big favorites for a survivor or money line parlays. Like, who screws up the money line parlay? Uh-huh. Well, Chiefs are laying nine and a half or now ten at one spot that I see against Jacksonville. I had a Peterson-Reed angle. Uh, gave him his opportunity. You know, it's mutual admiration society there. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't see it, though. Uh, Gi- Giants are down to four and a half, but I'll include them no. here. That'll be popular. Yep. And maybe more people could use them next week against the Lions. But the Giants will be used in Survivor. Oh, yeah. No, that they yep. will be popular in oh, Survivor yeah. and also Moneyline parlays this week. Yep. Um, I don't know what to tell you about this Raiders-Colts game. I don't know if they will be or not. I will just sit back and enjoy. I suspect people will have them in Moneyline parlays, the uh-huh. Raiders. Yeah. And they will ignore what's going on on offense. The fact that they're only down to, you know, there's no Renfro. There's no Waller. I like what Adam said. He's exactly right. I mean, we're mocking... The Colts and uh, the entire country is on board with this, right? Saying, what a disaster. What's to like about the Raiders coaching staff? Yeah. Not a lot. Very true. Very true. He's right. But the multiple closed-door meetings with the owner. And uh, two other games on Moneyline parlays anyway. The Niners, Sunday night against the Chargers, lane seven. Or what if Sal Pal's right? We had Sal Pal Antonio on 10 days ago. We said, where is the Eagles' first loss coming from? He pointed to this game on Monday night. Said, give me that? the give me the Commanders. Right, yeah. Uncle Sal, divisional Very game. Surprising, Uncle yep. Sal. Now so they're back to back double digit. That's three games in a row. They're laying double digits. Houston, this oh. one. Then they go to Indy next week. I I got to tell yeah. you, the, the the Commanders defense playing much better football. You know this ridiculous business of lack of uh, late games in the NFL. What was it? Two last week. Two three last this week. week? Yeah. Chris, can you imagine the number that gets? There are only two late games Saturday, Christmas Eve. Well, it's Dallas at home to Philly. Imagine if they're undefeated. What that number gets. That's on Christmas Eve? That's the that's one of the two late games on Christmas Eve. Oh, they'll do a huge number. Oh, yeah, you My think? My God. And if Dallas only had two losses, division's still on the line, right? Yep. That's, I can't get with Sal on that one, Uncle Sal. More money on the table. What was Dad's name? Vito? Vito. Vito. Vito Palantonio. Vito Palantonio. <laughs> Great name. That's a Queens. That's, absolutely, it is. That is awesome. So, if you were still in Survivor, your play was going to be which team? I had it mapped out. I was going. Uh, I was going Giants. Giants this week. Right. And then I and I was going to use the Bills on Thanksgiving. And I'd look and I I punted on week week eleven was a Hounds breakfast. Uh, next week, yeah. Well, I mean, this was because I had used Baltimore already, so I did not have Baltimore available at home to Carolina, and that was a tough one. Would you rather go with San Francisco this week or the Giants? God. You still, Herbert still has to scare you. Oh, Herbert's very good. Sure, I know, yeah. And Garoppolo has to scare you. Huh? But I would, I would, I think you have something there with San Francisco. San Francisco at home off the bye should run all over them. Yeah. Yep. All right, okay. pro tip. Here we go. It cashed again last night. Divisional games under, hitting a better than 75% on the season. And four more this week. One already a winner. 
last night, Atlanta, Carolina. You also have Rams, Arizona, Detroit, Chicago, and the Monday night game. Washington and Philly. This continues to cash. ATM machine. Divisional games under. Hitting at 75% and another winner already in the clubhouse. That's the pro tip. We do them every hour. Available for pro, uh, subscribers only at vcin.com. And we do 20 every day. That game stayed under last night. And I don't know how they actually still managed 40 points in the game. Yeah, it exploded late. Boy, was that weird. Yes, it was. And I lost bets on uh, betting that game in play to the under, too. I just, and nothing was happening. Nothing was going to change. And then all of a sudden, it just. So conservative. Oh, God. When, when both oh. teams were backed up. Oh, my God. Oh, Try something. Yeah, that's, that's just part of the. Run, run, run. Come part, on. That's part God. of the reason why I was, yeah. uh, I was betting the under in the first quarter during the game. I'm like, this, what are we watching with the Falcons? I can't first believe you, I can't believe you ran third and four there. Inside his own, inside like, yeah. the, the eight-yard line, right? Yeah. And then it led to the ridiculous 41-yard touchdown. Two guys run into each other. Yeah. Josh Allen's status has been the biggest storyline in the NFL this week. Bills analyst Eric Wood will join the show up next. Is it only a short-term problem? Are there potential long-term effects? We'll ask him about it coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.